It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. The whole day for the Orlando Magic was spent debating the decision to shut down Paolo Bancaro. We'll talk a little bit whether that was the right decision for the Orlando Magic. Plus what we learned about Paolo Bancaro from Summer League. It's time to get ready for the final Summer League game on Thursday. Or not the final, there's two more left. But it's time to get ready for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is July 13th, 2022. My name is Philip Ross and Reich. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to debate a little bit about the decision to shut Paolo Bancaro down for Summer League. He probably would have only played one more game, uh, the Monday game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. So we'll get into a little bit about why that decision was made. Why it might be the right decision, why it might be the wrong decision, as well as discuss a little bit about what we learned about Paolo Bancaro during this summer league. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when you up, right when we upload, no matter when, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's great Locked On podcasts covering every single team in the NBA. Plus the Locked On Sports Today podcast covering the big stories around the sports world. You can find that wherever you download podcasts. Search for Locked On, Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Throughout the day, really since the announcement was made Monday, but really throughout the day Tuesday, um, it's been the biggest point of discussion. I got into so many debates with people including some writers on OrlandoMagicDaily.com, including, you know, just, it, it, it was the big decision. And look, Paolo Bancaro was only going to play one more game regardless. He was not going to play more than three games during the summer league. 
that's just kind of how the magic operate. That's how they do things. But it was a, it is a fair question to ask. It's a fair thing to, to, to wonder why the magic decided to shut him down at two games. Um, there's a Zapruder film going around about Paolo limping after, uh, after, uh, uh Saturday's game, um, uh, 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 uh Someone from Fox 35 here here in town uh, reported that it was a cut on his foot that had him limping around, but he was fine. It, the reason he was shut down was not because of an injury. Certainly, the Magic have a little bit of a history of injury. They are maybe a little bit gun-shy about injuries, and so they didn't want to play Paolo more than they had to. Paolo's going to play plenty. He's scheduled, at least from my understanding, he's scheduled to play at the crossover in Seattle, uh, Jamal Crawford's Pro-Am tournament. Um, so he's going to play a little bit more this offseason. He's not going to Italy to play for playing Eurobasket or anything. But we will see more Paolo Bancaro this offseason. Of course, we'll see him in September for training camp, and, and he'll, you know, I imagine he will be in town uh, around Labor Day for for the optional workout for the early workouts and and, and pickup runs that teams usually have uh, around then. Um, in, in other words, as Paolo Bancaro said after Monday's loss, he wanted to play. The Magic made the decision not to play him. The Magic made the decision uh, to sit him for the rest of Summer League. He didn't want to push back against it. That was that. We're done seeing Paolo Bancaro for this Summer League. Um, Look, there's great arguments on both sides of the aisle. Um, There are bad arguments on both sides sides of the discussion. And and one bad argument has really kind of gained some currency. It's stupid, um, you know, to be frank. Uh, I think it was... He who shall not be named from Fox Sports One, from uh, Fox Sports One's uh, show, you know, whatever it is, um, uh, saying that oh, the Magic hid Paolo because they didn't want him to look bad against Chet Holmgren and the number two pick. Like, look, that argument's that argument's just stupid. Like, plain and simple, that argument is stupid. Paolo Bancaro dropped twenty on on Chet Holmgren in Vegas in a game that actually counted back in November. If he hadn't cramped, he would have dropped 30 on him. Let's not pretend that Paolo Bancaro is afraid of Chet Holmgren. Let's not pretend the Magic are afraid of exposing Paolo Bancaro to Chet Holmgren. The Mag- you know, I'm sure there is some negotiation that goes on with the Summer League schedule. It's not just the NBA drops a schedule, and the NBA certainly made a schedule that was made for TV. He played Jabari Smith and torched him. He played Keegan Murray and torched him. Both of those guys are really good defenders. And Jabari Smith got his licks in, and Keegan Murray got his licks in. It was a fun matchup. Paolo and the Magic were not ducking anybody. Plain and simple. Let's just, I'm, I'm putting that stupid argument to bed. It is a bad argument. It is really just a bad place to, to start with because, frankly, this is Summer League. Who cares? I got into an argument, you know, there's uh, there's another guy that got into an argument who said, you know, oh, Paolo Bancaro's being soft. And I was just like, well, it wasn't Paolo's decision. It was the Magic's decision. And it was like, oh, he's caught. They're coddling them, and, and maybe they are. Maybe there's a little bit of coddling going on. But this is how the NBA works. And to be perfectly honest, a lot of this like hand wringing and consternation about summer league games is really a byproduct of the NBA making this such a major event of the summer. To be perfectly honest, and I, I know I've said this, I don't care what the results of these games are. I told everyone, watch the games. Don't look at box scores. Don't read box lines. That's not the game here. And we're going to talk about RJ Hampton tomorrow and, and dive a little bit deeper into, into how he played and, and, and all that and what the numbers mean, what the numbers don't mean, what we saw with our eyes. But 
if there's ever a game where the eye test means anything or means more than the numbers, it's Summer League. Small sample sizes, weird games, just wholly inefficient games. These games are pointless. And honestly, I agree with the decision to shut down Paolo. Again, I probably would have played it one more game. I, I, there, are, there are some things, and I'll make that argument here in a sec, but... Paolo is not going to play more than three games. There's no reason to play him more than three games. I've made this joke before, but I, I do mean it. I saw all I needed to see by halftime of that first game. He was clearly the best player on the floor. He was clearly a step above everybody else. He was not going to gain a whole lot more from playing these games beyond just simple reps. And and, and that's that's valuable. Don't get me wrong. That If your argument is Paolo Bancaro should play more because he needs the reps— that's a good argument. Stop right there. That's a good argument. Um, and, and and I'm fine with that. I agree with that argument. I think if that's what the Magic's goal was here, that's that's it. But the Magic were not afraid of anyone on the court. Paolo Bancaro is certainly not afraid of anybody on the court. This is a guy that lives in pressure. He thrives in pressure. Um, he Again, he said he wanted to keep playing. That's it. That's that's the bottom line. Um and who knows? Maybe if the Magic do make the Summer League Championship, we'll make a, he'll make a game. He'll make a surprise a final game. But, uh, but frankly, that's not the point of Summer League. The point of Summer League is to expose rookies to NBA practices, more, most importantly NBA practices, and a little bit of NBA competition, kind of get them out on the floor. It's not about anything else. The Magic don't have roster players on, on, their, on the floor, and right now there's a lot of guys that are fighting for jobs, and the Magic owe it to everyone else on their Summer League roster to give them a look. Orlando has plenty of good reasons to shut him down beyond just what they saw from Paolo, but they saw plenty from Paolo. They saw plenty to understand exactly what his game is and exactly what he's going to be able to contribute in the offseason, uh, for the rest of the offseason and into next season. He is, he, they were not going to gain anything from playing him more. Now, Paolo absolutely could have gained something from playing more. Uh, he's, he was coming off a game where, yes, he scored 23 points, but also had eight turnovers. And you know, I do think it is a credit to Paolo that he was very cognizant of those turnovers. You know, he would put, you know, after the game on Thursday against Houston, he talked about his defense not being where he wanted it to be. After the first quarter of the game against Sacramento, he talked about the turnovers. He talked about the turnovers after that game, too. I would have loved to see how he bounced back. He's dealt with. Double teams all, 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 all summer league long, um, and and you know Nikias Duncan, great, great, uh, great basketball analyst. If you don't follow him, do so now. Great, got he's got a good podcast, kind of breaking down the X's and O's of the game. He said, you know, this is the great, this is a great place to get him reps, learning and understanding how to read double teams, and and that is absolutely a rep that he does need to get, and because he really seemed to struggle dealing with those double teams. But by the same token. I still ask, what's he going to learn playing alongside R.J. Hampton? No offense to R.J. What's he going to learn playing alongside these summer league guys? At, 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 at more than anything else, that probably makes him a target and makes him more susceptible to injuries. There's just not enough guys to take the pressure off of him. And frankly, the way that he played against Sacramento, the Magic needed him just to function. Uh, and the fact that we could say that about a rookie is probably all we need to say. Look, I... I get why fans are upset. The NBA has turned this into an event. They have put meaning in these games by giving out a trophy. And I'm not against that completely, but this is that's not the purpose of Summer League. I know we talked about this last year, 
been everyone was super excited about the team having so many of its roster players. And yeah, Jalen Suggs got hurt, so he got shut down. Cole Anthony was a bit of a mess. Franz Wagner wasn't very good. But Summer League is not about winning. It's nice to win. You want to win because it's always good to win. But the final score is the least important thing in these Summer League games. And I feel like, you know, I've been to Summer League. I love going to Summer League. It's a fantastic event. Um, But I think a lot of fans, you know, especially casual fans, uh, don't quite understand why this event exists and what its purpose is. And, and, And they put more meaning into this than there actually is. The Magic do not care. If Paolo Bancaro plays all five games, plays three games, plays two games, or doesn't play at all. Yeah, some people might say that this stuff is important, but it's not. What's important is September. What's important is training camp. What's important is the regular season, the games that actually freaking count. And so, frankly, I think whatever decision Magic made... I saw plenty from Paolo Bancaro to feel very comfortable and confident about what he's going to do when the games start to count. Everything else is just window dressing. Everything else is just dressing. So let's dive into what we actually saw from Paolo and what lessons he still has to learn moving forward. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first... This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. That warehouse is with you everywhere you go. Save time and money using Rock Auto. They're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for more than 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need, from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. I want to make uh, maybe one distinction clear here. Um, you know, maybe it's worth making this. Um, 
Paolo Bancaro is done playing in the summer league games. I would bet he's done with practices, but I, I, I can't say that for sure. The Orlando Magic are scheduled to practice uh, on Wednesday. We'll, we'll, we'll hear from, we should hear from them. They should, there should be a, uh, an availability. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll hear what, what happens with them. I would bet Paolo's done practicing there, but I, I can't say that for, for certain. Um, I know I said this about Summer League last year. I really felt like the Magic went super hard in their practices and that affected their performance in games. Uh, I would like to remind everyone at this stage in Summer League, the practices are just as important as the games. How you prepare, those are just as important as these games. The games are what we see as the public, but again, the games don't matter. It's the exposure, it's the kind of problem solving that goes with them that 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 maybe has some effect, but it's it, that stuff doesn't matter. That's not what the coaches are evaluating. That's not what the purpose of this thing is. The purpose of this thing is to kind of get a glimpse at a guy like Paolo Bancaro. And, and, and that's really what the Magic saw and really what the Magic worked on here. Um, look, we all knew Paolo Bancaro was a super good scorer. We knew he was excellent in the low post. What I think took us all by surprise was just how proficient he was at all these things. Um, I, you know, We knew Paolo was, was great, but he hunted mismatches so well throughout the course of the two games. A lot of teams are starting to switch. A lot of teams are kind of mimicking what the Boston Celtics did. Orlando is certainly doing that. Uh, but I, I think that what happened, what, what what Paolo did really, really well is when they switched, he turned, got the guy on his back, and then went to work. Whether it was getting to the foul line, whether it was getting to the basket, whether it was setting up his jumper, he got to work on whoever was guarding him. And typically, they were a little bit smaller than him. Um, just, to, just the ability for him to punish those players in different ways. In the game against the Rockets, it was all about his shooting and, and his ability to step to kind of turn and face and shoot. Uh, in the game against the Kings, it was all about his ability to get get to the foul line, get to the basket. He was much more um, much more focused on getting to the basket, not so much on easing his way into the game. Again, this is why I thought a third game would have been good. You could tell he was getting a lot more comfortable. You could tell he was willing to experiment a little bit more. Learning how to play under more control, I think would have been really beneficial for him. I would have been for playing him on Monday and then shut him down. Uh, but obviously, I think we saw what we needed to see and saw that he can do all these things uh, as well as still have some room for improvement. His three-point shot was pretty solid throughout the course of the of the summer league. He, his first basket was a relocation three, which is just a ton of basketball smarts and basketball IQ, knowing how to get himself in the line of sight of the ball handler, relocating where the defense isn't expecting him. That's just heady, heady stuff. That's just really, really good stuff. And then, of course, there was his passing. Um, you know, when I watched him at Duke, the games that I saw, uh, I was always I was always a believer that he was a better passer than he showed, and and, and just you know I, I I didn't you know I bought a little bit that he could be a bit of a ball stopper, and and, and there's certainly elements of that that we saw, uh, but I also felt that he could be a great passer. I did not think he could be this good, you know, making cross court passes from the from the mid post. Uh, you know, making great passes off the dribble. You know, he just had such had such good vision. Frankly, the, his teammates couldn't handle or weren't expecting a lot of the passes that he gave. That he gave, and that was at least part of his turnover problem uh, in Saturday's game for sure, as well as in Thursday's game against the Houston Rockets. There are still some issues. There's still some struggles, and, and it's really important that Paolo understands this, and, and he certainly seems to. He said after both games. He and Jamal Mosley sat down and watched tape. Um, I'm sure Jesse Mermis did too, but 
The fact that the head coach made sure he was sitting down with the number one pick to go over game tape, to go over the things where he could get better and continue to improve, obviously that's a level of investment that the Magic should have in a top overall pick. Um, but it also shows the commitment that this team has to making sure that their guy is thinking about the right things and kind of on the right path. Again, no doubt about that. That is a, you know, again, that's something you expect, but um, still still a big deal for him to, to kind of get that experience. And get, again, get the experience of working at, at watching tape at an NBA level. That is a different thing. Like, you know, you, you and I can watch tape. It's not at the level that a high school coach is watching tape or a college coach is watching tape. A college coach is not watching tape at the same level an NBA coach is watching tape. Um, they're looking at different things. It, it's 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 super super valuable. And of course, you know, in the NBA, there's so little time to practice. You got to be able to learn on tape. And again, another reason why I think maybe playing him a third game would have been beneficial would be just to see how he took to that tape. Even if you're just playing him for a half, I don't care if he plays a second half. Again, these games do not matter for the result. Uh, but being able to see how he adjusts and how he learns from his mistakes. That, that's that's critical. That's critical for him. And again, he was starting to get more comfortable. He looked much more comfortable in the second game, much more aggressive, assertive in that second game than he did in the first. But again, I think there are still some moments where Paolo kind of dribbled himself into, self into traps, tried to do a little bit too much to force shots. But again, I think a big thing for Paolo is he just plays under so much control. It always feels like he's in control of the game. Um, it certainly felt like he was the best player on the floor in both games that he played. Uh, and, and, and you know, again, that gives him a lot of control and a lot of comfort as well. And again, I think he just did, he did so well just kind of fitting, it, you know, kind of playing into this style and playing into this environment and, and, and being so successful. I will continue to say it. Um, you know, yes, Paolo Bancaro made some fantastic defensive plays throughout the course of the summer league. Um, the consistency wasn't there. Uh, I felt like he got, was a little flat-footed at times, uh, kind of imprecise on his closeouts. Um, but you can clearly see he has the athleticism and the timing to be a really strong defender. It's not just that block that he had against the Kings. It was the block he had against Jabari Smith against the Rockets when he hit it off the backboard after getting beat. It was six deflections that he had in that game against uh, the Houston Rockets where, yeah, he he knew he was a little sluggish defensively, but he was able to recover on a lot of occasions. It's that versatility to be able to play anywhere defensively. He was guarding guards. He was guarding centers. He was guarding forwards uh, and, and holding his own. Again, I think he could still get a lot better there, but he was holding his own. And and, and that's, that's exactly what the Magic were thinking. The fact that the Magic could run him at center and at point guard at the same time, the way that they did in these games, they trusted him to make plays. They put the ball in his hands and they said, go, go do your thing, go do it. And he largely delivered on that front, um, it was really exciting to see, and 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 again, we're only really scratching the surface here. I, I think that should be abundantly clear. Um, he's still playing his way into playing shape. Uh, you know, again, hopefully he will be in better. He'll be in kind of better shape or, or kind of in peak form heading into training camp. He won't have to play his way into shape the way that he did during summer league a little bit. Again, you're training for something different for the draft than you are for these games. Uh, so I, I'm not super concerned about that. Um, you know, again, I think the Magic will continue to harp on being physical. I think we'll see him do better on the glass uh, in the regular season. I, I did not sense that he was looking to get physical defensively uh, during Summer League. And again, that'll be something that hopefully is just a byproduct of Summer League. You know, not trying to overexert himself in games that don't matter. This is just about getting his feet wet. This is just about kind of go, not going through the motions, but kind of getting a, getting a little bit of an understanding and a little bit of a taste of, of what he's going to see. 
Paolo Bancaro is really, really good, guys. Um, you know, again, I, I, I make all these criticisms, all these points of improvement, but the things he does well, he does really, really well. He was, again, far and away the best player on the floor in both games that he played. That's going to take him a long way. And again, I, I think you just had to watch him play to understand that he didn't need to be there, um, to be frank. Um, you know, again, the ex- experience, the exposure is good, uh, but he was better than everyone there. He was not going to gain a whole lot more from playing in those games beyond just reps um, because he is he is too skilled of a player to be at this level. He was just dominating that level. He was ready to play. You know, I jokingly would say he was ready to play with the men. He's ready to play in the NBA, and I think we're all eager to see him play here in September. We'll talk a little bit about what's left to learn here in Summer League as we head toward the final scheduled game. The Magic have two more games left in Summer League. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs, which are over, and Major League Baseball, the only thing in season right now. They've also got player props, including over-under on Paolo Bancaro. Last time I checked, it was over-under 17.5 points. I am sure that number has moved a little bit because Paolo Bancaro is it. Um, that's that, that, that's what the kids are saying these days. Um, so I would I would hit that over really, really fast. BetOnline is a continuing source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check out all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. The Open Championship this weekend, Tiger Woods in the field, Roy McIlroy playing well, Arnold Palmer Invitational winner, Scotty Scheffler is in is there. He hasn't won in a little while. And of course, all the Live Golf Series players playing in this major tournament. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey guys, it's Walker Mayo, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So obviously we, we we got taken a little bit by surprise uh, on Monday when it was announced that pa- that Paolo Bancaro was not going to play. R.J. Hampton and Admiral Schofield joined him uh, in wrapping up their summer leagues. So the question then is, what's left? Why do we care about what's going on in Vegas? Like I said, the scores don't matter. Uh, what is there left to see? And I would agree that. Yeah, um, you know, 
Devin Kennedy's going to play a little bit. I, 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 I would bet that he's done now too. Um, Caleb Houston might play one more game. Um, maybe he makes it all the way to the end um, just to kind, kind of get him more experience because he probably needs it a little bit more. Um, and especially after his game on Monday, I would like to see him play uh, in the next game. You know, again, I think it's just going to be tough for him because he needs he needs people to set him up. Um, but what what's left to learn? You know, I, I would say that there is one key thing. It was something I, I hinted at a little bit yesterday, but I want to really just drive this point home today. I think the biggest thing left to learn for the Magic in Summer League is the preview of how they're trying to play. Don't focus on the players on the court. You know, again, there's some guys that, that are playing really well. Xavier Simpson's had a nice summer league. Aleem Ford's looked pretty good. Um, adding that three-point shot and, and being more confident with that three-point shot. Um, Emmanuel Terry's been pretty good. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, the other point guard uh, for the Magic that, that played really well. Um, you know, there's... They 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 have some guys who are are playing who are playing well and could very well end up on Lakeland or could end up in training camp and competing for that final two way spot. But I don't I wouldn't worry so much about the who. Look at the how. Look at how the Magic are playing, because the Magic are running the same basic stuff that they're going to run in the regular season. Their defense has been pretty impressive for long stretches of this summer league. And they're switching a lot more. They're playing a lot more five out on offense. We are getting a little glimpse of how the Magic are going to play when the season begins. And, and it's a very different team now. Paolo Bancaro, the way that they used him, they moved him around uh, on the court, put him at the top of the key, put him in the mid post, uh, played, him at, played him as the nominal center. Admiral Schofield might have actually been the center, but played him as the nominal center, played him as a point forward. They moved him around. And yeah, that's Paolo Bancaro. That's someone really, really important. But now look at what the Magic are trying to do. You know, something I talked about yesterday was about how the, the, the effort and the fight that the Magic played with is so key to their culture. And so the fact that anyone wearing a mag Magic across their chest plays this way is vital to the development of the team. Again, it's a small thing here in Summer League, but it speaks to the buy-in that everyone has into what the coaches are trying to teach and what the coaches are putting their focus on. So again, look at the how. How are the Magic running their defense? When do they switch? What are their principles there? What are they focused on there? And again, some of it is they're, they're a little bit focused on on digging into the paint a little bit, so they give up some of those threes. That was something that was that was part of their defense last year. But they're switching a whole lot more this this in this summer league. Even with smaller guards, they're switching them. They're going to play their style regardless of their personnel, which again in summer league is okay. Um, offensively, you know we're seeing that kind of inversion where the forwards are the playmakers and the guards are kind of circling around them. We're seeing a little bit of that inversion. We're seeing a lot of the dribble handoffs, the Magic's willingness to take threes. They're trying to get into the paint and create create fouls, obviously. And the way that they're doing that through dribble handoffs, through screen and rolls to, to combat switches with, with size. We see how the Magic are trying to play. We see the how we see a preview of what this Magic team will try and do next season. So for the rest of the summer league, again. I have my roster out too, trying to figure out who some of these guys are. I'm, I'm not going to lie there. 
But it's about the how, not the who. Because the Magic aren't going to change. This is who they are. And they want to play this way in October as much as they're playing this way here in July. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr__md. Follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On NBA podcast. Get the latest from Summer League from our experts on the ground in Vegas and throughout the NBA network on the Locked On NBA podcast. I was on Monday's episode talking about Paolo Bancaro if you want to tune in to that. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 